the Koi gig part. I'm not confirming this, by the way, that she's taking the job, but I do remember her saying when she came back from the States that she was going to be the US manager at some stage in her career. Subscribe to the Koi gig part on the Off The Ball app. Now, the Football Daily on Off The Ball. Hello and welcome to Thursday's Football Daily. I'm Phil Egan and we'll start with the build-up to this weekend's qualifier in Amsterdam. The squad will fly it today ahead of Saturday's final Group B qualifier. Ireland have just two wins from seven. Both came against Gibraltar. Ireland defender Darrow O'Shea says they want to end the campaign on a high against the Netherlands for both themselves and manager Stephen Kenny. That's the aim, of course. Um, obviously, we know that we can't qualify. Um, but again, it's a international game. It's a competitive game again against a, a great side away. And, you know, we, we want to do something special as a group. And... If that's all we can do right now, that, that's what we want to do, you know, is, is beat the Netherlands away and we know how much it means to the nations and ourselves and the manager too. Look, obviously the results haven't been good and I think that's just known to everyone. Um, obviously we, we all want to do really well for the, for the manager, we all enjoy playing for him and, you know, he's been great to all of us, especially a lot of the younger lads, you know, bringing us in and making us feel a part of the group and, you know, giving a lot of us our first Irish caps, uh, which is something that we, we owe to him. One player hoping to get more game time will be Festi Ebesele. The Wexford man is hoping to win his third international cap. He made his debut off the bench away to France in September. A few days after that then, he also came on in the 2-1 loss to the Dutch at the Viva Stadium. The 21-year-old says his move to Italy has helped him improve as a player. He joined Serie A side Udinese from Derby County last year and has started nine of their 12 league games this season. I definitely think I've come a long way. Um, it's a different style of playing um, in Italy, so... I've had to adapt and add some new new prospects to my game. I think I have done that in the year and a half that I've been there now. I think it suits me. Um, England style, maybe in the champs, suited me a bit a bit more. It was more physical, but um, I've learned now um, the Italian style and I really do enjoy it. It's definitely helped me in my football. It's more tactical. Um, I'd say you have to be more um, concentrated in the games. Um, Tackling-wise, just positioning and everything, I'd say that's the, that's the main difference. It took me a good few months to actually understand the difference, and then once I adapted to it, more near the end of, se- end of the season last year, I was able to get more playing time and start doing well. And then obviously this season, I've had a full year to really know the style of play that they do. Two goals from Brighton striker Mark O'Mahony helped the Ireland under-19s make the perfect start to their Euro qualifying yesterday. Tom Owenside won 3-1 away to Albania. Ireland's next game in the group is on Saturday against Slovenia, who drew one all with Belgium in their opening game. One story that happened just after recording yesterday was the League of Ireland award nominees. St. Pat's midfielder Chris Forrester, Bohemian striker Jonathan Afalabi and Cork City's Rory Keating are all shortlisted for the Premier Division Player of the Year. St. Pat's and Bowes also have a player nominated for the Young Player Award. Sam Curtis and James Clark are in the running, along with Shelburne's Jack Moylan. In terms of the Team of the Year, champions Shamrock Rovers, the four-in-a-row winners, only have one player, and that is Roberto Lopez. Shelburne captain Pearl Slattery says they'd love to give manager Noel King the perfect send-off this weekend. Sunday's FAI Women's Cup final against Athlone Town will be King's final game in charge. It's a repeat of last year's decider with Shells won to complete a league and cup double. Shells were runners-up this season in the league behind Peamount. And Pearl Slattery was in studio this morning for Off the Ball Breakfast and said the players are extra motivated for their departing manager. Oh, he's had a brilliant three years with us. He bought Silverware yeah. back three years ago. He won the league, ran in a cup final, which didn't go our way. 
last year we won the double and, and this year the league got a bit away from us but to be in another cup final I think speaks volumes of him and I think for us um, as a group of players we'd love to I suppose end his time with us with a cup win that'd be a nice way to say thanks and kind of have the celebrations with him but we know it's not going to be easy either mm-hmm. um, and Noel's well aware of that and uh, yeah look we've been training hard and yeah he's been he's been great there's Euro qualifying action tonight with Steve Clark set to take charge of his 50th game as Scotland manager. The Scots are away to Georgia in Group A, having already sealed their place at next year's tournament in Germany. Scotland have only lost once in the group. That was against Spain last month and came either side of friendly defeats to England and France. Steve Clark says those three defeats have shown they have work to do and his assistant John Carver says those results also highlight where they have to improve. It's been a great learning curve. We have to now press the reset button. It's great being in the position that we're in. The Euros is now in the future. We have to attack the situation now. One story that's doing the rounds today is that Scotland will try and persuade Anthony Gordon to switch allegiance from England. The informed Newcastle midfielder is yet to be called up by England boss Gareth Southgate. He won the European Under-21 Championship in the summer with England. Gordon qualifies for Scotland through his grandparents. Scotland's game against Georgia today is at five o'clock. At the same time, Spain are away to Cyprus. Hungary and Serbia can both qualify from Group G tonight. Hungary will qualify if they avoid defeat against bottom side Bulgaria or if Montenegro don't beat Lithuania. Serbia don't play, but they could also qualify if Montenegro don't win. Group J leaders Portugal have already qualified. They'll look to make it nine wins from nine in the group under Roberto Martinez. They're away to Liechtenstein. Slovakia will qualify as runners-up if they avoid defeat at home to Iceland. Third place Luxembourg face Bosnia-Herzegovina. Chelsea boss Emma Hayes claims they were robbed after last night's 2 all draw away to Real Madrid in their opening group game of the Women's Champions League. She also described the refereeing as embarrassing. Neve Charles and Sam Kerr got the goals for Chelsea. Real had taken the lead through Olga Carmona, who scored the winning goal for Spain in the World Cup final. She scored the second goal as well for Real which was a second-half penalty. Hayes was unhappy because she feels the foul took place outside the box. She also believes her side had a perfectly good goal ruled out in injury time. I thought after the goal, we dominated the game, controlled the game the way that we wanted. Got a good goal before half-time. I didn't think we had enough numbers in the box first half. Second half, again, complete control, created a lot of chances. And then got 2-1 up. Then a shocking decision from the officials. It should never have been a penalty. It was outside the box. And then, of course, we score a very legitimate winner at the end. Can't say much about it, to be honest. And Marie-Louise Etta is set to become the first female coach in the Bundesliga after she was promoted to Union Berlin first-team duties as an assistant to interim boss Marco Grotte. The German side announced yesterday they'd mutually part a company with manager Urs Fischer after a winless run of 14 games. 32-year-old Etta set to become the first female coach to appear on a men's Bundesliga bench when Union hosts Augsburg on the 25th of this month. As a player, the former defensive midfielder won the Champions League and three Bundesliga titles, which are being at Potsdam, the club that Amber Barrett played for last season. The Football Daily on Off The Ball.